Hello friends, this is the Daily Edify with Jeff Lane, a place to get spiritually grounded and into alignment with the flow of love each weekday morning. In each episode, we'll focus on a spiritual practice, a poem, a book, a sacred text, something that can empower us to be more fully alive to the gift that is the day before us. Thank you for listening. Today's episode is about the concept of flow developed by, and I'm going to do my best to pronounce his name correctly, Mahali, where is it spelled out for me phonetically? Csikszentmihalyi, Mahali Csikszentmihalyi, a Hungarian-American psychologist uh, who just died actually in late 2021 and taught for many, many years here in Chicagoland, down at the U of Chicago and at Lake Forest College, and then did the balance of his career at Claremont in California. But he famously uh, articulated for many of us this sort of intuitive sense we have when we're in the groove, when we're hitting our stride, when we're in flow. Um, He wrote this book, Flow, The Psychology of Optimal Experience. I think it came out in 2008, uh, in which he delves much deeply, much more deeply into this concept. He he defines a flow state as uh, when you are so absorbed in what you are doing that you lose all sense of yourself and time seems to fall away and you're flowing into the experience itself, right? The, The capacity to enter a flow state is an important antidote to distraction, not to mention you know, uh, anxiety, depression, uh, all the things that we get into sometimes when we're just sitting down and ruminating, fretting about the past, worrying about the future, whatever it might be. A flow state sort of keeps us in the present moment, uh, kind of enraptures us, if you will, in the intricacy of an experience. And it can be something very mundane, like mowing the lawn. Um, It can be something uh, very technical, like you're uh, writing your PhD dissertation on quarks or or something in, in physics, which I don't even pretend to understand, but uh, you know, it can be something highly technical that's with our mind. It can be something very embodied with, with our body. Uh, it can be something, again, rather mundane or, or rather ethereal. A flow state is available to us at any time. Now, in reality, we don't uh, experience flow all the time, right? There are many moments in our day when we're not in a flow state, and I don't think that's realistic to expect ourselves uh, to be there all the time. But, um, I'm struck by this concept because, um, I mean, for me, when I most often enter into a flow state is when I go for a jog most mornings. Um, I'm able to kind of get into the rhythm of the activity in such a way that uh, I'm engrossed um, by it. Now, I do have some days where I'm not at all in a flow state. You know, I'm fretting about this conversation I had or something I'm anticipating or I'm just feeling kind of down on certain days. Um but there are lots of moments when I'm just blown away by the beauty all around me, by Lake Michigan, which I often run by, um, by the air I'm breathing, by the fact that I'm here at all, uh, you know, through my parents and grandparents and all the ancestors uh, whose lives made my life possible. And I also enter flow states in, in my work when I'm uh, deeply engaged in the writing of a sermon or the preparation of a class I'm teaching, uh, or when I'm with someone in a moment of 
profound grief or profound joy, uh, some sacred transition is happening and I'm invited into that thin place, that holy moment, um, and everything else just sort of recedes uh, for the time being and we can just share an experience together. Um, and so, uh, friends, I wonder what, what moments, what activities, uh, what practices help you to get into a flow state? Uh, if, if, if you're like me in our normal lives, when we try to seek relief from, from stress or the things that are um, bothering us, usually we go into, I don't know, the kind of Netflix binge and Ben and Jerry's on the couch <laughs> approach, uh, right, uh, where we kind of try to numb out. And, you know, everybody, I think, can, can numb out once in a while. It's not necessarily bad. Um, but actually, when we do that, we, we don't. It's maybe the difference between self-comfort and self-care. <laughs> if self-comfort is just to sort of numb out for a little while, self-care is more focused on what actually is going to help me um, cope well with the stress I'm feeling and set it aside for a bit. Actually, a better antidote to stress is flow, um, more than you know, self-comfort for its own sake. Um, and so I wonder, friends, if there are certain people or certain places or certain practices or certain um, pursuits. Maybe it's learning something new. You, you don't know anything about right now, like you want to learn a second language or you want to pick up a new hobby or, or you want to begin um, volunteering with an organization you've, you've never visited before, but you just feel this pull. You're watching the news in, in Israel and Gaza and Ukraine and Russia, the dysfunction in Washington. We could go on and on and wondering, what can I do? What is mine to do? Um, and you have this tug on your heart to, to respond in a certain way. Um, listen to that intuition and, and see where it takes you. Maybe it doesn't amount to much or maybe it, uh, you connect with someone and, and it goes in a different direction. Um, but seek out places where you might have a better chance uh, to experience flow. In his, in his book um, uh, that Mahali writes, he talks about different characteristics of flow states. I think he came up with nine components um, where, again, you get so absorbed, you're completely involved in an activity for its own sake. Your ego falls away, time flies, your actions, movements, thoughts just inevitably flow from the previous one. I, I used to experience this in playing football when I, I played football in high school and D3 in college. Um, where you just kind of, your body knows what to do, right? I mean, you have to practice, you work hard, you lift weights, you have camaraderie, you learn the routes, you know, all the things. But you, when the play starts, when the whistle blows, um, you know, you got to just do it. Uh, you don't think about, oh, how am I going to run four steps here and then cut and then do this and that. You just, you've practiced enough that, boom, you're, you're in flow. And so he names a few uh, characteristics of being in these flow states. Um, he talks about we have a merging of action and awareness. Um, he talks about, you know, a concentration on the task at hand, a, a transformation of time, again, where we experience time, where it isn't so much just passing from one minute to the next, but we're sort of absorbed in the eternal sense of time. Um, another aspect he talks about is the loss of self-consciousness, uh, clarity of goals, a challenge and skill balance. Um, we could go on and, and feel free to pick up his book. I, I'll also drop a, a TED talk he gave in 2004 um, about flow as a concept as he's received data on it and ma makes sense of it if you want to learn more from him. 
But that's my invitation to you, friends. How might you experience flow? Whether it's in your spiritual practice, in your body practice, in relationships, in certain places, uh, and so on and so forth. Um, Flow is such an antidote to distraction, to aimlessness, to despair. Um, And I think, frankly... As a Christian pastor, it's, it's how we're hardwired. Uh, we're, we're wired for co-creation, for flow uh, with others, with God, with creation, um, called to, to good work, you know, that blesses the common good, uh, our neighbors, ourselves, and God's creation. Deep peace to you, friends. Take good care. If today's podcast has blessed you, provided a tinge of clarity or some nourishment for your spiritual journey, please share it with a friend so that we can create a more inclusive community. Or do you have any feedback for me, any show ideas, something that was particularly helpful or something that could have been better? Please send me an email at thedailyedify at gmail.com. That's in the show notes as well. I'd love to hear from you. Also, please consider rating and reviewing The Daily Edify wherever you get your podcasts. Friends, you are loved and never alone.